get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I am the host of this show. This is episode number 402, and you got a full house today, and I'm really excited about that. We're also going to be talking about that wrap-up on the Zaum documentary that we mentioned last week, because we all spent the hour, two and a half hours to watch it. Um, WWDC happened today, so news on that. We've also got some stuff about SGDQ and much more, because Summer's Games Fest is going full tilt. We're in the middle of it. There's lots coming this weekend. So before we get into all of that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm excellent. Joelle, what's up? Hello, hello. Simon, welcome back. We missed you. Missed you guys too. (laughs) Thank you for everyone who sent me cute little comments saying you missed my voice and everything. It was really appreciated. So thank you so much. We're so happy to have you back. (laughs) All right, let's get through the housekeeping so we find out what everybody's been up to. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. All right. What has everybody been up to this week? Simon's been gone the longest. So Simon, <laughs> what have you been at? <laughs> Every detail. Don't leave All anything out. Every little thing I've done All over the last <laughs> month. Uh, I mean, not much. Enjoying the summer. Uh, you know, it's been, uh, It's we had some very warm times. So pool, I went camping. Going to go camping again this weekend. Um, and like we are glamping like we have ac we have a little heater we have like a little mini fridge like we're not we're we're not messing around when it comes to camping you know we still like our creature comfort so um yeah i mean should be uh should be fun it's uh it's been really busy at work uh extremely busy but uh um some good games have come out and i've played a lot of games but we'll talk about it when uh, when we get there (laughs) yeah we'll get into that very shortly Catherine, how about you what have you been up to uh, I went away for a cottage getaway this weekend. Nice. Oh, yeah. Your live, laugh, love cottage? Yes. <laughs> live, I'm sorry. Laugh, love. I don't know how to describe the decor other than it was live, laugh, love. Like, if you go so and funny. make a Pinterest board about, like, cottage core decor. Yeah. And just kind of, like, yeah. walk into to Pottery Barn and buy stuff that closely match. That board. I, I was at HomeSense. Home good. Yeah, like, home yeah. Say, what do we yeah. have? What do you have in the US? Sense yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. like 100%. nothing but those sayings on painted yeah. on boards that is supposed uh, to look kitschy. Pick, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff. Like there was like a board that said like uh, in French it said like um, je choisis le bonheur. Like I choose to be happy, but like on the English side it said this is our home. Because we're like, these <laughs> are bilingual, no but they're not translated. <laughs> I have to choose, I choose to be happy. But this is my home. <laughs> uh, it was it was weird. Like it basically, like oh, the direct translation of this Jesus. doesn't fit on like this 
Yeah. Like half an Choose inch thing. happiness. But anyway, That's I so had funny. this little blog we were laughing about and I checked it and they were, it was bought at Bouclair, which of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. If, you, if you're familiar with classic, I guess a lot of listeners are from not Canada. So it's, <laughs> I know I was like, I don't, I don't know. That sounds really fancy. That's it's all like a houseware store, yeah. like, it's uh, like, like decor lin- stuff. It's like a cheaper linen chest. Yeah. Like it's the stuff very, you would get uh, at Winners or Home Sense yeah. and like TJ oh. Maxx and stuff in the oh, houseware okay. section. Now, yeah. TJ, TJ Maxx. Yeah. I feel like yeah, TJ just Max. that. Just I feel like, that. yeah, Home yeah. Goods. I really yeah, think it's so, yeah. in the Home Goods. Uh, what's home the other goods one crowd. called now that we have Marshalls? We have Marshalls. that as well now. We have a Marshalls. Yeah. Yeah. You finally got company. Marshalls? Yes. Uh, it's Winners. Because they bought Winners, so now they came to Canada. Yeah. But anyway. It's really funny when all the same stores are in a row too, and you're just like, it's the same store. Dude, it's yeah, yes, yeah. Well, I'm working in retail. We've had situations like that. Let's buy this company. Perfect, but we just built the store in front of it. Well, shit. Let's close the other one. <laughs> so. Well, I'm and sorry that uh, that white girl decor has made its way. It was, it was white girl basic That's white right. cottage core girl. It was. And you could tell that the people bought this cottage. It's a beautiful cottage, by the way. It's a logwood cabin. Ooh. Um, but they bought it to make it an Airbnb because they fitted as many more extra bedrooms and beds as they could. Um, and everything was like, <laughs> my friend, like the best thing was like, we walk in and like on top of the kitchen cabinet, they bought a thing that just says kitchen. <laughs> so in funny. case you get lost, you know, in case we get lost, you know, oh, you get the lost. Fridge is the just stove. good to and have it, just in yeah, case. Two of my friends were like in the bedroom op- uh, opposite from us, and the, it was a bedroom like it's clearly made to like if you have like you stay with a small child because there was like a queen bed and then a single bed that was kind of like built by by the window seal sill. It was like almost like a custom built thing, but like on the window they had put one that says dream. So, you know, when my friend Alex put his stuff on the bed, I'm like, well, you know what to do. Um, <laughs> and then I walk in in our bedroom for Pascal and I. Um, and ours was like the master's bedroom that just has like the one bed because, you know, we were going to share that bed. And we have a throw pillow that says family. And my friend's like, mm. you know what to do. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> Should be a triple that just said fuck. (laughs) But the thing is, like, it was so weird because it was like the upstairs was a mezzanine. Yeah. So we had like doors, but this we didn't have like four walls because it was like a banister and we could look downstairs. So I think that they like converted what used to be like an open office space or open type of like lounge area into bedrooms. So we didn't have like four walls. So no hanky panky. (laughs) I mean, in the morning, and we were above the kitchen. So in the morning, as soon as people started like cooking breakfast, like all the bacon smoke was like up in our bedroom. Bacon. I mean, it's a good problem to have. But anyway, um. And we once in a while we do this with friends, which is basically a TTRPG cottage getaway um, where we go and we play board games. Uh, I played our friend uh, showed us a one shot of Frosthaven, which if you don't know what this is, it's like a board game with a persistent campaign. So it's like D&D light in the sense that uh, it feels like a video game on the board game because you have encounters and you have to fight monsters and there's it's like actually this, a video game <laughs> yeah gloomhaven 
uh, Gloomhaven. They made the it's video actual game. actual factual video game. What's the name yeah. of it again? Frosthaven? What I played is Frosthaven, but they also okay. made Gloomhaven. That's it's also a very board game. Difficult, oh, apparently. okay. I thought but you were also, saying that was the name of the developer or something. Okay. No, um, I forget what the developer is. But yeah, they have their persistent campaign going. So as you play through these scenarios, you level up your character and you have stickers and you'll stick it on depending on these choices that you made and you're building like there's a map and you'll if you build buildings or you choose stuff there's stickers so it's very much a persistent campaign so you buy this box and there's like 300 to 400 hours worth of content and something that you go from start to finish uh my friends are three of my friends are playing together but they had brought the box in case they were gonna play some but also Mm -hmm. because we wanted to try it so we played the intro scenario we didn't like write anything down it was just to see like the mechanic but i get the hype i get why it's a big deal like why uh the video game works and the board game works um and other than that my friend also decided to run a one shot of pathfinder second edition so we tried that pathfinder yes memories yes it does um big fan big fan of the new action economy where it's basically you have three actions during a round mm-hmm. and you can do whatever you the what you want with them you know how dnd you have a movement yeah move, a bonus action and yeah, a action attack and you know you can't transfer your movement into another type of action unless your class lets you do it mm-hmm. pathfinder is basically you have three action Moving your speed is one action. Um, an attack is one action. And if you want to attack three times in a row, you can spend your three actions to do that. You don't need to have a special class. It's just... That's kind of cool. The more you attack in a row, the more you have a malice to your two hit. So the second attack, it's harder to get with the second one. That's kind of cool. That's a cool I'm, concept. I'm guessing, I like that. I'm guessing some classes have mechanics to like lower that or yeah, to work yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. But what I liked is spells now a lot of like i was playing a sorcerer a lot of the spells are like two actions not so you're not like some kind of like you know artillery cannon (laughs) yeah but like uh magic missile you i could cast up to three missile and it was one action per missile oh so instead of each one got consecutively more chance of failing uh not for that spell because that's in like the mechanic of the spell Okay. But it's just like, um, or uh, healing spells. You know, if you wanted to get more healing, you'd have to use a higher spell slot. Mm. In this, cool. it was like, if you use one action, it's the basic touch. And then you do like two, 2d8 healing. Um, if you spend two action, you can heal at a distance. So you can mm. be 30 feet away and heal somebody. And if you pump in three actions, you can do a burst and Get heal the whole team. a bunch of people. That's very mm, so cool, actually. Neat. That's a cool concept. Yeah. I like so uh, I, I was, I'm, I would love to play some more and and play with this system more and get to learn. We kind of like mm. use a pre-made campaign and pre-made characters, mm-hmm. just so we could learn about it. But like, I would like to dig more into the system mm. and learn more about Super the classes and this new action system and how it works with like feats and classes and um, yeah. Mm. It was fun. I roll like shit like I always do. Like <laughs> I'm am Will Wheaton level of badly rolling. <laughs> but yeah, I like the- this idea of going to a chalet and 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 playing D and D. Like yeah, that sounds yeah. really fun. 
That last sounds time, awesome. Yeah, last time we went, it was specifically my D&D game. Yeah. Which is called the Shenani Gang. So we did a <laughs> Shenani Chalet. The classic. Where we got together and did Shenani Gang, shenanigans. Um, and then this one was just like a, a random get together and we played a bunch of different things. And it's funny because I went there with Pascal, but because like we wanted to try different things, we were kind of like in the same room, but not, we didn't play together. Uh, cause he was playing other stuff that I was like, yeah, I also tried a game that's called agents of smirch where, uh, you play basically, uh, James Bond's I agent and you go after like spy movie level villains and things like that and it's cool. it was interesting i had never played it but yeah it was basically three days of we drove one hour just so we could be like in nature but not be outside be inside playing games that's cool yeah love it joelle what were you up to uh i uh said bon voyage to my boyfriend he moved to miami for at least the next six months. Um, so if anyone has any suggestions and what to do in Miami, uh, Florida, let me know. Um, there's lots of things around there, but we'll be kind of bopping back and forth and doing some fun things there. So uh, that was um, a big ordeal. But uh, other than that, I did... Uh, that was kind of the big thing that I did. <laughs> I mean, that's a uh, lot. Deal it was that. a lot. Yeah, it was just like, okay, bye. Emotionally and physically taxing. <laughs> yeah, because we had to kind of get him ready to go, and uh, he drove down there, so uh, he had a cooler, and I fixed him a bunch of snacks for the road, Aww. so he didn't have to stop, so like, you know, chopped him up a bunch of veggies, made him some muffins, made him some sammies, and just like, kind of loaded him so up. So cute. Ready yeah, to that's go. quite a drive from Minnesota to uh Yeah. I mean from from Montreal it's it's 24 hours so it's probably like 18 or something from yeah. Minnesota. He, 18 or 16. He did it in 3 days and like the first oh. day it was 12 hours, second day it was you, know, you hit traffic or you hit weather mm. and mm-hmm. so it took him got there in 3 days. So yep. <laughs> so big big change of pace and I'm going there, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend to kind of see his apartment. And uh, we're going to go to Little Havana and check some things out. But we have like a big list of things to do, but always up cool. for recommendations. I uh, it was actually born in Florida and lived there for the first like two months of my life. Poor you. I know. She didn't and know then, any better. She was an infant. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it wasn't my choice. <laughs> uh, so then, and then my parents moved back. So. Um, yeah, so it'll be like kind of interesting. So we'll see what happens, but yeah. Nice. Uh, on my end, I tried to keep it calm. Uh, Mike was away the weekend, so Gibby and I essentially hung out the whole weekend, played a lot of video games. Uh, because this week it's going to be nuts. It's Canadian Music Week. It starts this, uh, on Wednesday, we have a kickoff event, and then there's conferences Thursday, Friday, and then. Uh, some folks in my heart us are up and like yeah so it's gonna be busy until we get into saturday and then saturday and sunday we're getting into all the stuff that's happening for summer game fest and the the different events and stuff and uh there's a game coming out tomorrow that i'm really excited about playing uh but i won't get to touch it until the weekend uh, simon will speak to that one since he's been on it already mm-hmm. but yeah i mean that's what i've been up to um fantasy critic wise let's see where do we stand 
Opening up the document. Have we had any changes? Nope. We're all pretty much in the same spot. Uh, except suck. Diablo. <laughs> Diablo 4 got a... No, it got the release date, but the reviews are kind of, kind of locked release in. Release date is but today, technically. It's out to, right now, tomorrow? actually. It's out right now. Yeah, it is, it is out. I thought it was out on the 6th. Officially out on the 6th. Yes. 6th. It's, it's six. Like Europe. somewhere else, so it's in yeah. Europe right now. It's six, so it's seven seven p.m. for us. Yeah, so that uh, that came out, and I guess it's got the the point. Right now, it doesn't list any points in my thing of though. Though it, right now, it says the critic average is eighty nine. Yeah, um, get some good points. I'm gonna get some points there. You want to talk about mm-hmm. Gollum and how I lost eighteen fucking points with that <laughs> game? I figured you wanted to move past that. I won go- like. Thank God I had Tears of the Kingdom because I would be in the negative, like yeah. very much the negative. If it wasn't your for that, pain so. is my pain because I fixed it as well. So. Yeah. On the other side, yeah. minus eighteen. What yeah. a shit show. Yeah, you win some, you lose some, my friend. Yeah. Well, no real uh, uh, updates were made last week, um, but there are some games coming out. Um, namely, well. We talked about Diablo. Final Fantasy 16 is coming, and that's on Simon's list. So uh, let could give him a few numbers. Um, and then everything starts to hit in July when we got Pikmin 4 and Expanse and then Armored Core, Sea of Stars into August. So, yeah, there's some stuff coming. But, folks, this is the week and weekend that you can really start to think about what is in the back half of the year and adding stuff where you have holes the only thing is, is that it is often challenging after events are on to get onto this website. So uh, take a list and maybe check in a few hours later because I've tried during events to like go in here and do stuff. And because this is a fan run website and stuff, it can be a little tricky. Um, on the community side, let's see, I think we're probably around. Yeah, we're pretty much the same right now. We're just waiting for... Other stuff, except uh, Roll the Bone Studio, which is Phoenix. He has Amnesia the Bunker on his list, which comes out tomorrow, too. So, yeah, everything kind of looks exactly the same. Let's see if there's anybody picked anything up, acquired anything. Nope. Last was uh, May 27th. I think that was before we recorded last week. So, yeah. That's where we stand. And uh, everything will start to clean up. What I'm finding very difficult, though, is looking through the list of stuff and picking the counter games. I'm finding that quite challenging because well, I gotta change the stuff that people have, um, the people have stuff picked in line. Don't so know. Much of the so, counter pick Gollum. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> they would have done gangbusters. Uh-huh. Look, when we saw that game, no one thought it was going to be that fart garbage. No. Like, I remember... <laughs> I remember my sister got when she got Hogwarts Legacy, and I probably talked about this last week. And I, she was thinking, she's like, "What else is there?" And I'm like, "She's a huge Lord of the Rings fan." So I was like, "Yo, this is coming!" And I'm like, "No, don't touch that now." So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I not- mean, from someone who doesn't play a lot of video games, she might. I'm not doing uh, that to her if the no. controls suck and inputs suck. And, I, you know, there's been like memes. I- there's memes now in the Lord of the Rings community because I follow a few pages on Instagram and like. It's memed as like, don't do it. So I, 
Don't do it. I I wouldn't like. Don't do it. If you're not a gamer mm. and don't just want to suffer through it, like uh, I don't think it's gonna. Be mm. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that to her. I'd rather give her something she'd appreciate and and like, even if it's yeah. not within her favorite ips so that is one of her all-time favorites she used to have a map of a gilded map of mordor above her head in her bedroom like and her her thing was yeah my sister's a nerd we are nerds (laughs) nerds together okay let's talk about gaming simon how goes zelda you said you had words (laughs) i need to know your words i mean it's again you know you've done it again nintendo (laughs) (laughs) um they somehow made Breath of the Wild better, um, like, out of, you know, seemingly nowhere. And I'm sure that you've all talked about everything there is to talk about. Um, to why? Give you some... don't listen when you edit? Yeah, why don't you listen? Not always. No, I listen <laughs> at, like, one, I listen at 1.7x, so I don't... We sound like chipmunks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, but, like, a few points that really stood out to me. Um, how the fuck... Does that game run at all on the Switch? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, okay. If I What's may, black magic. Today, black magic. No today I unlocked buying a home. Yes. And you can buy mm-hmm. different rooms mm-hmm. and build yes. your own house. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. Like yeah. they put The Sims in Zelda. Yeah. On the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And I. Yeah. There are some dungeons, well, some of the, like, three big dungeons, optional ones, that you literally go from the sky, and you skydive all the way to the bottom of the depths, mm-hmm. and there's no mm-hmm. loading. Nope. <laughs> well, yep. there is, but it's hidden, and it's like- It's hidden loading, yeah. yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Like, how does Black. that fit on the Switch? So, that, yeah. to me, yeah. was kind of insane. Um, I'm at- It's hard to judge in terms of- quest progress because i pretty much fucked off and did everything else but the main quest but i'm at i have my i have all three stamina wheels um i have my second row of hearts i'm at five or six full batteries good um, for you wow i haven't yeah. even don't like i'm not even touching the the batteries yet i'm like yeah. down in the bottom it's really useful in the caves to, it, is, really it useful is useful to yeah. do the caves like having a good battery pack is so yeah. useful because you can make little devices to fly around the depths that is like makes life so much easier. Yeah. Did you get your final um, power? Did you have all the powers? Yet. Oh yes. yeah. Have you done that? I have, I have, have all, all four? the all, one thing that's really st- stupid is that you have to go like when you have your power activated, you gotta go talk to the dude to activate it, and then you can use the power. I know, I hate it. That's yeah, I don't like that either. So annoying. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially no. when they run away from you. Like I'm trying yeah. to yeah. trying to kill Tolan's a boss. Fine. The like, boss Tolan's from fine. yeah, the boss from the rock, the uh, yeah. the volcano Goron. is mm-hmm. somewhere else in the cave, in down and below. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I'm trying to get Buddy to get him to throw him at the legs, but he's like yeah. running away from me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that I know. Is, I they're hate they're that. like, oh, Horrible. you can you can use your horse whistle to bring everybody, but then you're oh, like stuck in an animation. Yeah, but you're stuck in an animation. Yeah, or like when you're. Whistling. Oh, sorry, cat. Go ahead. No, but it, I mean, you can use that to like get them back. But like, oh. if you're close to the boss and you kind of like, you're stuck in it's the animation, and it's stuck. just like he yeah. can't move, Link, and then 
I that tried is, to do that yeah. and I got hit yeah, in the face. I hate that. Why that did is my they one change that? About that? Like, game. why? I don't understand why they. Not they should have just button mapped it. Switch? Yeah. Yeah, they should have just button mapped it. Because here's the thing you're hitting the one button every time you do it. Why don't you just hold the trigger in one of the four buttons? I know. Yeah. Instead of having to go up to the character. Yeah. I, I can like, understand if they want they to, like, the oh, they have the When you want to switch bows, like, you have to be yeah. holding the bow button, then you yeah. can switch. Like, yeah. why yeah. not do the same thing for the why powers? Why not do the same thing? I know. Yeah, yeah that is and, and frustrating. Like, you, you wouldn't even need to do that. Like, Tolan, it's fine. You're in the air, you go, blah, that's yep. fine. Sidon could just be, well, whenever you shield up, automatically you go got a bubble yeah that could have been the thing that would have been nice. yeah and so i don't know i don't understand why they, they yeah that logic that. is weird honestly like that's the only blemish well yeah. probably not the only one but like that's the there's big a, one there's a few one of blemishes, the only ones that but are it, they're like <sighs> I, i'm not a big fan of a lot of the menus where it's just like yeah menuing kind of sucks still yeah, it's just infinite scrolling. And oh, you want to save? Let's click left, uh, right seven times to get to the or, save yeah. menu. Going yeah. to Fuck add it. something. I want to add a bomb to my thing. And I have to scroll. And I know there's a, a trigger where you can be like, change if yeah, most use. Yeah. I yeah. always forget. And I'm just like, string goes by. I'm like, oh. You can sort. I hit the sort button a lot. But that's safe. Like, if I may. As a UX working in video games, that's their patch. Like they yeah. figured, like, oh, we have a problem where we have like long ass scrollable menus. Mm -hmm. What can the we sort? do? Let's just like cycle through three sortings yep. because it's like yep. the most use is pretty useful. That's it the one is. I use the most. Yeah, but Me like, too. and you know, I don't really use the one by um by attack power because I tend to just use the ones that most you know, used. Are elemental useful and, and, and elemental and, and things like that. That that's fine. However, like when you go to a new area, and they introduce a new mechanic, like let's say you've been like with uh, the Goron, so you you know you've used a lot of the your bombs and whatnot, and then you go to the Zoras, and then you have to use a bunch of water based stuff. So you know you want your choo choo jellies and yeah your splash fruit. But I've been using mostly like. At this point, frost fruit and fire fruit. Mm -hmm. My splash fruit is nowhere to be fucking it's found. It's a million miles away. It's a million oh, miles away. And if you away. run out, if you run out of something, when you pick it up again, it tacks it to the end of the list. Yeah. Yep. At least they could have. They could at least give us more sorting options. Because like right but now, then you would have been clicking. Have... Click, you'd have even more. You know, going through no, it. But like, instead of having three, give us like six. So that one is uh -huh. by by attack power, by elemental attack power, um, by most favorites. used, by like who? yeah, yeah. Favorites? I wish you could favorite. I wish favorite. you could you do favorite, favorite in Wait, your cat? auto build. Why could you favorite in your like? Come on, because that's yeah. the thing that would have broke the switch. <laughs> exactly. the, switch, the switch would have said nope spontaneously combusted yeah i would have loved like you know like your top three slots to be your favorites so that way you can build mm. like a almost like a toolbox yeah yeah and have like of a like, mission level like oh, thing I'm, you going, can do. Uh, I'm going to the zoras and they introduce that like you know throwing splash fruits clears like muck and whatever mm. like yeah it's part of the tutorial like i'm not spoiling you i'm sorry but like as soon as you get to that area they yeah. Say this yeah. is how you have to do it. And then yeah. you know that in your toolkit you have like you can build a weapon with an opal, it'll throw water, you can throw choo choo jelly, you can throw yeah. splash fruits, you can and already there I'd be like, All right, let me just favorite the splash fruit so it's always at the yep. beginning of my list. Yep. 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 But I can't. 
Anyways. because I hadn't used it much until then, yeah. I have to sort by by type. Type, yeah. And then figure out where it is in where their arbitrary in default list this press fruit is. Yeah. yeah. So that one I was like, ugh. But, ugh. You know, honestly, it didn't doesn't stop annoying me. me that much from, no. from, from, from enjoying it, the game. And they're yeah. like, there's so many good things that they did and um I'm having a lot of fun. I'm way too overpowered for the game. I know. The that's the thing it's with ridiculous. this game. Like yeah. I, I'm, I farm Lynels literally. Like when, whenever there's a blood moon, uh, there's a floating coliseum in the depths where you fight five Lynels in a row, and the last two ones is, is a silver Lynel, oh. the last one is an armored silver Lynel, and like. I fucking destroy them. Wow. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, and it, and you get tons of stuff for, for doing that, like tons of uh, fuse materials, arrows, weapons, etc. Um, so whenever I, I, like, I I did the first shrine, then I went all over the place. Then I, at the point where I was farming Lionels, that's when I started doing the other temples. I just yeah. did the um, the sand temple. Um, oh, last I one I have to do week. One? Yeah, and I, I think I like three shot the main boss. It was just, oh no! Oh. It was just silly. Like I hit two shots, and then like it went to phase two. So like, so I like did the animation or whatever, hmm. and then I hit it again. Then it went down. Then I had like two shots, and I killed him. Like, whoop! Okay, that was interesting. <laughs> so I'm guessing I'm gonna destroy whatever the end boss is. And probably yeah. Ganon or something. Sexy, some sexy voice. Some vibe. sort of some sort of Ganon thing. So, yeah. um, and did you all get the Master Sword back? I got not it. Yet. I have Okay, so I'm yeah. not going to spoil it. The story that. in this game well, is getting good. But well, I feel like... Here's the thing. Okay, Cad, okay yeah. no, I, I can't spoil it. We I can't, can't, we can't get no, into no, it yet. No. Well, well, we're going to have a spoiler cast. The way that you cast. get the Master Sword really bugs me for how the story un unveils yeah, after I, that. with you. Let's hold okay. that thought. Okay. okay. I am with you. Let's okay. hold that thought. You understand you? what I mean, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I wanted to do the last temple and then go back to exploring and hope to find the master sword that way. Yeah. Um, do that. But I got distracted when I went to Terrytown to <laughs> offload by the blue gem. And they yeah. were like, Would you like to buy a house and build it yourself? And I was like, Of course I do. What the fuck are you talking about? Why would Here you are all my rupees. I know. The house is really cool. Yeah. What? I, bought, I, bought a I don't have the rooms. house. It's really yet. cool. Animal oh. Crossing? Happy home designer? It's very Zelda? Nice. Oh my god! And then Simon, the other thing that you're playing that I can't wait to play is Diablo Four. Yes. Mm -hmm. How so fair you? It's um. So I did the stupid thing and I bought the <laughs> the early the access, Lux, whatever the fuck you want to call it, edition. Yeah. To get early access, and um, it's really fun. It's yeah. um. I mean, I'm still kind of early on. I'm level thirty two, I think. Um, I think level cap is sixty or something. I heard someone got to like ninety nine or something. I thought yeah, yeah, someone hit a hundred. Someone, someone got someone got the award already to Paragon getting to levels. something. Is it okay? Because oh. someone was the first one. They got a like a like a, a no, no, no. could be because usually Diablo. I, I think it's it might be fifty, and then you get into you get what's Paragon. called like Paragon level, yeah, which is basically yeah. you're not getting new skills or skill points. You just like put it's points like, into your health or attack or whatever the fuck you mm, want to call it. Yeah, um, and. Um, so I'm at 30-something. I just finished Act 3, I feel. Um, 
doing a bit of the side quest. I, I'm doing a barbarian uh, whirlwind build, which is really fun. Um, I'm excited to get to end game. Honestly, the gameplay loop of Diablo, it, what hooks me is, you know, um, getting doing rifts to get better gear to get better uh to do better rifts to do get better gear to get better rifts to do better rifts and it's like the cycle of always you know getting that mm-hmm. legendary that helps you go further and everything mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's the gameplay loop i'm kind of interested to to get into but the story is really good the voice acting is mwah. Mm. the um the environments are insanely good um i'm playing on my ultra wide and it's holy oh, shit like it I looks bet. really 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 good Ooh. and um some performance hitches here and there on PC, um, like a little bit of a uh, little bit of like hiccups and, and weird loading and like there's nothing changing and then whoop everyone loads at the same time. But like that could just be server load. Like a lot of people are um, gonna play right now. I think it's yeah it's live at the moment. Like it, it like we full games it. live. It's eight thirty. Yeah, it's it's it was live at uh, seven thir- at seven today, so we'll have to see. Like I haven't logged back in, so we'll have to see what it looks like. But like I at early access, game went live at seven, and at seven o ten, I'm like I'm gonna try logging in just to see, and no queue, log in right away, no problem. Wow, That's so great. that was That's super. Awesome. Su- that was super surprising coming from a live game and. Yeah, I had no problem. I've seen and, um, people be very happy with like the smoothness of the launch. Like, yeah, definitely. no one's been complaining about queues or yeah, um, which loads. is very surprising. Yeah, I, I don't know it. right now. Like, I haven't tried logging in now that it's fully live, but I'm assuming that kind of separating the load on two different days probably mm-hmm. helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for the weekend too. That'll be yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's the week after official weekend after launch, <laughs> yeah. but like, I'm yeah. hoping it's going to be a little bit tamer, especially if I start in the morning. But you never know; gamers are gamers. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I just but got I- an email saying that the gates of hell are open for nice. me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's 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 Diablo three, um, but like better graphics. Uh, so far, mechanics are very similar, but I'm still very early on. But better graphics, great story. Um, it looks like like they took everything from what was working in the last seasons and updates of the Diablo three and just made it in four, which is like perfect. Which is pretty much you know what you would want for a sequel, considering how much of a shit show the Diablo three was at launch. Yeah. At launch. Um, so and good reviews. Like people are enjoying it. Which is I, I waited for the reviews. Uh, to be fair, before I actually bought the game. Um, and I saw, you know, looking at all the reviews, saying people like around that 90%, 89%, something like that. Mm-hmm. And most everyone's saying that it's really good, it's really fun, it's in- it's interesting, entertaining, and yeah, I agree. It's very fun. I'm uh I'm honestly uh I'm honestly super excited to go back and do it <laughs> and play some more. Cool. It's nice. really cool. Nice. Uh Kat and Joel, have you guys been playing anything besides Zelda? And of course not. Board games? Okay. No. Figured. <laughs> I have. Um, I managed to get my hands on a code for this game called Timberborn, which is an early access. Have you guys heard about this at all? I don't. I think I remember you mentioning it, but I, I forgot what at, it is. I have to look at photos. Yeah, so it's a city builder management sim uh, made by Mechanistry. It was launched in Steam, early access, uh, and good old games also uh, September 15th, 2021, but they've been consecutively updating it and stuff. So it's essentially a beaver beaver management sim 
city builder. So post-apocalyptic, the ground is not great in all places. There is some, some, you know, rivers, some rivers and stuff have survived. Some green land is available. There's some, you know, trees and plants and stuff. And the beavers need to come together to, uh, you know, build a city for themselves and survive. And uh, I'm... I started playing yesterday, so I'm probably just a few hours in. I would say I'm just getting through the beginning piece of it. Right now, um, there are two kind of like factions you can either play as. Um, Fork Tales, which is kind of like the entry level one. And then there's one called Iron Teeth. There is a bit of mechanics when it comes to like building and 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 making like uh, uh, almost like Factorio or something where you're doing like, you know big structures to create stuff um, and assembly lines and all that jazz, um, both with wood and water and metal as well. Um, so yeah, it's really cute because I don't know what it is. Beavers are cute. And I don't know, being Canadian just makes them feel like, oh, <laughs> they are cute. <laughs> we have a special connection with beavers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so far so good. I'm really enjoying it. It uh, the most recent update actually meant that they uh, added more frames per second. They actually said eighty percent more frames per second. Um, it's got unlimited districts, so you can essentially make these districts and have different areas of your community f- feature doing different things. Mm. Um, uh, there's a whole distribution mechanic, which I haven't. I'm not there yet. Um, and then uh, there is like you know normalist kind of stuff. There's farming and all that kind of stuff. And they've added new uh food chains and stuff for the iron teeth there's monuments there's a new map and all this kind of stuff so yeah i've been watching this game since it was kind of like announced and there was a beta they started early access and i was like oh i don't really want to jump in too much yet because like i did that with uh settlement survival and i enjoyed it and it was fun jumping back in after it came out after leaving it be for a while but there's just so many games coming out that i was like i'll wait but then i managed to get a code for it so i was like yeah, yeah i'm gonna play this <laughs> so yeah i plan on playing more it's this really evening fun. it it was very difficult to rip myself away from zelda <laughs> wow yes to try say. this always and a then good i sign. started <laughs> i started this yesterday morning and then i'm like but now I need to go back to Zelda, but I don't want to go back to Zelda. And I'm like, Diablo's coming next week, this week. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> too many games. There are way too many games right now. There's too much, too much to spend your time at. Um, it's a good time to be a gamer. Sure is. Yeah. All right, folks, you want to talk about some news? Cause there has been some things happening. Let's yep. use it up. We're back with the news of the week and following up after our discussion last week, Catherine came to us with the People Make Games documentary, uh, a fairly lengthy one, two and a half hours, I think it is, um, talking about the saga that is the development and aftermath of uh, Disco Elysium and their studio, Zaum. Mm -hmm. So we all watched it. I watched it. Kat watched it. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? Oh, Joel, you didn't? Teacher, no. you're going to have to fail me, man. I'm so sorry. Oh with, all, with all the stuff going on. But I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it this week. It's on my... Okay. Well, I'm we're so gonna sorry. Spoiling. We're going to yes, spoil a little bit it. of it. Spoil away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, Kat, I'm going to let you kind of like steer this discussion since you've obviously played Disco Elysium. Yeah. I'm coming in as someone who knows of Disco Elysium, watched the entire documentary, I have thoughts too. Um, and then I guess Simon and, and Joel can ask questions if they have them to both of us. Yeah. 
So yeah. basically what we talked about last week, I hadn't watched the the interview with the creators, the three people, mm-hmm. pers- people that came up with the world of Elysium and that mm. were let go. Um, they kind of like, <clears throat> I had seen the part where they talked to the investor. I had seen the part where they talked to employees and employees should talk about the creators, but I hadn't been to the part where the creators tell their side of the story. Mm-hmm. So a lot of some stuff I said last week that I feel do- don't stand anymore. Mm. One thing I didn't like about this documentary <clears throat> is the que- they kind of like the narrative was almost like that these people deserve to have this done to them. And then, you know, the creators were not the best employees and the studio was a bit toxic. Like, were, But does that mean that they deserve to have their IP stolen by a crooked businessman? Absolutely not. I think mm-hmm. these are two separate discussions. Exactly. And I think you and I were talking about that in our Discord. We were kind of debating, talking back and forth about what was what we were experiencing and watching it. And like, I watched it in pieces too. So I almost had like a little bit of a breather because I was kind of doing it as segments of being on the subway. Mm-hmm. And then some of it I was listening to, not even watching, right? Because sometimes, you know, when you you know the faces and that kind of stuff and you understand who's who's speaking. There are a multitude of issues all going on at the same time of separate problems that they're weaponizing against each other. Exactly. But they're not the same thing. The problem with the studio being stolen and that and the IP being stolen and the shenanigans going on there. And -hmm. we still don't know kind of what the resolution is based on like the, 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 what the, the legal system has to do with it. But like, that's one thing. But then how what was happening in the studio was also a combination of people not knowing people who were in leadership positions who didn't know how to lead. But then also, too, they were put in impossible scenarios to get a game done in an impossible amount of time and were dealing with burnout because the whole thing was mismanaged Mm. from the other level because these other people were just trying to make money off of them. Mm. So, like, what a fucking shit show. And I feel for all these people that if they had rolled back the clock and even if. They had given them the time frame to make the game in the time that they were going to. That would have been better. But and I don't I think a lot of things would have not happened the way they happen. But when people are exhausted and people they do stupid stuff, when people don't know how to manage a team, stupid stuff happens when someone's doing something shady and you're so exhausted, you can't look at it. and You don't know the paperwork that you're signing and not having lawyers look over it. Stupid stuff happens. So mm. it was like a perfect storm and a lot of he said, she said. Mm. Yeah, mm. Because it was not properly documented. So basically, <clears throat> the way I see it is um, Compass found these creative geniuses, like almost like hippie type things mm-hmm. where they were like, they have a million dollar idea and I'm going to squeeze them dry mm. and then leave, mm. basically. Uh, and then once I, I've got what I want out of them, I'll just like cast them aside because like I don't think Robert is. Um, I don't think Robert would have been a great boss or a great studio director, no matter what. But that does that doesn't that's have not, to do. Yeah, that's not, not the issue at hand. Yeah. It's just like when you see like the first part, it's all like white collar crimes. Yeah, and I'm like, of course, like if. If like Robert and Helen and I forgot the name of the third person, but like if like people of the the Zam collective like that created Elysium and wanted to just make this game had any kind of business acumen, they would have documented better and they would have had contracts and copyrights and shit like that. 
Um, but that's not like the environment they were in. And then they were squeeze dry. They were they were crunching. They crunched throughout all of of Disco Elysium. So when Final Cut came around, and it was during the pandemic, they crashed hard. Mm-hmm. And then they realized that what they had they had after like pouring their soul into something and leaving both their physical and mental health into it that it was slowly getting taken away from them. Then they go into panic mode. A lot of like what they show in the um in the documentary to be like oh. This Robert dude is not a great person. I'm like, that smells of desperation. Like, maybe he's he, not a great, maybe he's, he's not a talk- a, he's probably not a good leader. Oh, excuse yeah. me, Gibson. No. Gibson um, has he, a lot of thoughts lot about this. Stuff. He has a lot of thoughts <laughs> yeah. to say. He, as soon as we started talking about this, he got up he off has the floor. Words. Uh, he has words. You have words, don't you? You have words. Right, okay, let me give you a toy. Um, Look at the cutie. Y- yeah, it's. <sighs> and that happens. Like, our artistic folks are often not good at leading people, mostly because, you know, it's just not well, they don't you care about on your that. own and yeah. they don't think and they're no. not thinking on that way and whatever. Yeah. And so they it's, think every lib people should have the level of passion they have. Yeah. They have. Yeah. But it's it's of course you'll have be more passionate about it. This smells so much to me of like early music industry. Mm-hmm. Mm. where mm-hmm. so many artists had their life's work taken away from them yeah. because they 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 signed it for sh- terrible freaking deals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's only now that things are coming around that people realize what's involved and you know they're making better choices and all that kind of stuff and there are the bands that you hear of that did the right thing like eagles like owning all of their masters and all that kind of stuff like that where they create their own companies to do this like they're kind of like they're so hard to come by, but there's for them, there's like hundreds of other stories of artists who like have no money, but some of the biggest artists in the world with the biggest songs. And you're like, they have to be ranking in the cash. No, that's going to pay off the garbage deals that they signed back in the day. Right. So yeah, I, an artist does not make good businessmen and make good business decisions. And you're just so excited to get your thing out the door and have pe- people excited about it that yeah. you don't see the wolf in sheep's clothing coming at you to mm-hmm. s- take your stuff. Yeah. It's too bad. It, and it's so sad if we can wrap up this discussion because I don't want to spend like the whole new segment on this. It was more yeah. like a <laughs> let's get back to it and it's watch it to though, the I, end and yeah. see if like I still stand by what I said last week. Not really. Um, I mean, are they all ha- assholes? Maybe. But like the white collar criminals took advantage of somebody of creative folks that had clearly some sort of ego and mm-hmm. they were easy to like manipulate and take advantage of. Mm. And after that, if the situation would have been better, would have these people been better leaders and not like toxic co-workers? Who knows? We don't know. That's but that's not the point. That's mm. never been the point. Mm-hmm. The point is what happened. Um, and I'm- I feel I feel I'm it's glad they sad. started with the other part first, though. I'm yeah. glad they started with the white collar crime stuff first. Yeah. In and how they laid out the documentary. Yeah. And I think, like, what's important to know is Disco Elysium is a very important game. And that kind of like storytelling and these kinds of mechanics, like, only uh, it can only happen out of a place like Estonia. Like, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. like, every, like, um, Every other major game studio has gotten so corporate. And even if you're in a small studio in a place like Montreal, you're so caught up in the industry that yeah. 
do you really want to take a chance and tell a story like and mm-hmm. build a world like Disco Elysium? And it's something yeah. that they build like for years while playing TTRPGs. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um so I think it's just terrible that this game that explores a lot of like societal problems and societal systems and belief systems and political allegiance and philosophical thinking is marred with your everyday Western white businessman bullshit of Mm -hmm. crimes of let's just exploitation and capitalism. It's like, I guess it's almost like ironic. Mm. Yeah. Considering what the game is about and where these folks came from and learning stories about how they were kind of like, I feel like he even talked about communism at one point too. Oh, it does. Like, it does. There's a whole, like, there's a <clears throat> whole storyline. You can be a communist in this school. No, but yeah. like, even in the documentary, Robert talks about it, right? Like mm-hmm. the antithesis to, to capitalism and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's just like, yeah, I feel, I feel like there's just, a, there's a lot of people with heart emotions in this. And then there's just white collar crime on top of it. So yeah, what a story. Um, but I Gibson. do, I do stand Stop. by, by what I said one thing I said, if Robert would have stayed in charge of Zayam, would have Disco Elysium 2 happened? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Probably but, not. Probably not. Because I think, at like, even if, like, let's say the investors are not um, part of this and he didn't get his shit stolen. Mm. Um, I don't know if he was the type of person to hold it together enough. For a second game, like it almost feel like now that I've met this these people and I've heard the story, Disco Elysium almost feels like a fluke. Yeah, yeah. Especially Final Cut. I don't think Final Cut would have ever happened. Uh, no, no. And or if it ha- would have happened, I don't know if it would have happened. Uh, because at that point they were so caught up in things that it was mostly mostly the actual like studio, the actual factual game devs that made it. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point it's like as a creative, you have to understand you need like to let go and let people do their expertise. And I don't think yeah. Robert had that in him. No. From what I can Probably tell, but well, maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong because I'm not great at reading people mm-hmm. and judging people, but like, you know, like people are like, well, Disco Elysium 2 happened. I'm like, if it would have stayed with this white, these white collar criminals, no. If it would have stayed with the original creatives, I'm not sure. I'm not mm. sure they had it in them to actually organize the work and keep it going and have a long lasting IP while you were okay to be passionate and crunch mm-hmm. for the first game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. I am now very interested in watching all the stuff that people make games have made. I think they did a phenomenal job on this documentary. Even yeah. the point where he calls out himself saying that maybe he wasn't being as hard hitting and asking his questions to Robert because he did feel the change in the emotions of the room when they started talking about him as a leader and his management skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super impressed with that team considering it's a Patreon that puts that together, right? It's not a yeah. official Sorry, Gibson has decided now he wants to party. Um, <laughs> So I'm trying to distract him at the same time. So we still have a fair amount of a podcast left. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very impressed with that documentary and I'm really curious to see what they make next. Yeah. I want to, I want to watch more of it. Um, 
like I said, I've, I've been subbed to them for a long time. And every time mm-hmm. there's a new video, I'm like, that video looks amazing, but it is an hour long. So I never watch it. Yeah. That's great for me on the subway. That's all I got to say. All right. Um, WWDC happened today. Hot off the presses. Um, usually this isn't something we talk about on pod, uh, but there were two things gaming related that I kind of wanted to bring to your guys' attention. First off, Apple has a new AR VR headset called the Vision Pro, and they have uh, also announced their operating system, which is called Vision OS. This thing looks like a pair of ski goggles. Oh. It does. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to go scuba diving. I, I'm going to be scuba honestly, Steve. I, 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 I'm very sad. I've always said that I, I would prefer AR over VR. And yeah. I'm very sad that Apple are the first ones to do oh. it. Oh. Microsoft did it, but then they didn't yeah, go anywhere with theirs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, or they if they are, it's still very much in R&D. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's. Um, uh, I mean, if that means that we'll get more... AR stuff in the future, then heck yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Apple of all the people. <laughs> and then um, for the new Mac operating uh, operating system called Sonoma, um, they're actually adding a game mode. Now there's like game stuff. Okay, Gibson for real. Um, there's game stuff, you know, on, on the iOS yeah. and all that kind of stuff yep. that you use, right? Yep. Like game, what do they call it? Game... I don't know. It has a name on it. You know, Apple brands, everything. But now there's going to be something specific for Mac systems for, uh, you know, playing PC games, essentially. Mm-hmm. And what did they announce? Death Stranding is coming to it along yeah, to with uh, along with other Kojima games as they release. So, um, yeah, usually not something we cover too much on on this podcast when it comes to Apple stuff, unless something, you know, kind of pops off that's related to gaming, like stuff with wearables and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, pretty interesting. My dog is going bananas. That's <laughs> <laughs> because he probably, like me, saw that the Vision Pro, the AR thing, is going to be $3,499 oh, US dollars. <laughs> Like I'd be, going gob- I'd be going goblin mode too, Gibson. Like that price is ridiculous. Welcome to Apple. Yeah, it's a whale of a price tag. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Simon, you've got a few things considering we've got uh, ooh lots of events going on. Yeah, well, uh, uh, well, first off. Is GDQ just finished? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they raised uh, over two million two hundred, well, two point two five million dollars um, for Médecins Sans Frontières. Uh, I posted a Reddit uh, thread, which Cat, you can probably copy paste. But uh, there's some uh, outlying uh runs that happened that apparently were very cool uh breath of the wild any percent blindfolded yep. was apparently very cool uh what? i didn't watch that one lions yep blindfolded yeah. blindfolded yep. oh yeah yep i watched um, it in wow. bonkers okay uh, i'm gonna go watch that you got uh, kaizo monkey ball for for those who are in the um uh, the the Ka- Kaizo Mario basically it's just Kaizo basically makes everything ridiculously stupid hard, uh, and then you had a Super Mario Maker two relay race, uh, Twilight Princess, uh, Pokemon uh, Coliseum was great. Apparently, Ring Fit Adventure was really good as well. Yep. Someone speed ran <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure. Yep. Yeah, I and, watched um, it live. It was nuts. Golf it was really good, and because I'm I'm kind of biased because. Um, one of the streamers I follow was on the couch, um, so mm-hmm. golf it was. They were actually pretty good. Um, it was uh, his girlfriend and another friend that they were uh, doing golf it. So that was also a pretty good one. But yeah, so they raised again a lot of money. 
uh, for 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 msf and um i don't know i, I watched a little <laughs> bit and overall it seemed like the runs were more interesting maybe uh probably because it was a mix of live again uh live and um and um remote uh so there were kind of people that were in uh in the convention center and there was people that were doing it from from home um, mm-hmm. which is cool because you can bring people from all over the world to do some runs especially during the night you know i think i saw some uh some asian um speed runners and i saw some people in europe doing some speed runs as well so i thought it was really cool then you also had the in-person segment which is always more fun and more interesting and engaging i think that the uh the remote one so yeah that was um it was a good event so all the vods are going to be on the gdq channel probably soon i don't think it's live just is is it 100 percent completed uh yeah because i'm watching the last two runs so yeah they're all okay because last uh, time i looked they hadn't uh uploaded everything yet but uh okay cool did you so go check out the gdq uh the gdq no on the youtube channel they're not out yet what on the GDQ YouTube channel, oh. the the last one I'm seeing is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. No, they're they're all out because I'm watching the I'm watching the last one. They're not in order, but they're all they're all there because I'm searching for them really? on YouTube and I'm watching them. Yeah. At least in a on, on the GDQ official YouTube page. Yeah, like I yeah, and like when I search YouTube, they're up. In in America, in America, YouTube. Because uh, no, I'm looking at Breath of the Wild and I don't see Breath of oh, the Wild. I'm watching that one like right now. Yeah, then it's not on the GDQ official channel. <laughs> oh, then. okay. It's probably on another different it's channel because it's not on the GDQ oh, okay. yet, madam. Sorry, sorry, but did you did you catch the um, Elden Ring speedrun? No, I will okay. want to go watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. Hour no. and sixteen but, minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm definitely. I, I have a couple of of one lines. Uh, a couple ones lined up okay, that I'm gonna go. Right. Definitely gonna go watch. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to uh, to look at that one. Um, I just realized both Joel and Simon had yeah, uh, yeah. game fest on the dog. Sorry, I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on, one. it's doubled up. Sorry, well, we get for acronyms because it's actually the. Uh, the schedule so yeah you, let's Joel, you can Joel, bring ahead. us through yeah bring <laughs> us through the schedule of what's happening over uh the next week or so yeah so i uh yes knew that it was coming out obviously summer day uh summer games fest is happening um but i wanted to know like when specific things were happening when so you're a gamer uh curated this really nice detailed schedule uh that's coming out and um lots of different types of uh information blocks like links you can jump right to where things are at, they list it in chronological order. So it should be really easy to follow along in the next few days. You can catch your favorite events that you want to. Um, so just kind of some highlight things. Uh, the Gorilla Collective Showcase is going to be kicking things off on the 7th um, in a few days. Uh, and then we have the Summer Games Fest. Uh, Day of the Devs is also happening. Uh, the Devolver Direct. Um, will be yeah. after that. This will all be on the eighth, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, accessibility summer showcase, the Tribeca Game Spotlight, Wholesome Direct 2023, whoop, whoop. Future Games Show Summer Showcase, Xbox Games Showcase, and Starfield Direct. Mm-hmm. Oh. PC gaming, and then the Ubisoft forward to wrap things up. So um, all the details are on the Eurogamer 
uh, schedule um, that Kat will link. Thank you, Kat, for doing that. And uh, <laughs> it also has, like, all the times. So, like, it's nice because you can see UK time, EU time, East Coast time, and West Coast time. Uh, yeah. So, and you want to kind of highlight and mark your calendars for your favorite I, uh, spot shout out for that spot. yeah that was, that's always i always like do m mental you know brain gymnastics. loops trying to yeah. figure out mm -hmm. um, what uh, this time is this time and is that time that time and am i going to show up on the right time and i just hope so i also <laughs> posted it in uh they uh someone on reddit made a google docs files with yeah. all the domain shows with all the different time zones i posted it in the in the um it's in the uh, the show notes as well, so if you want to put that one as well, you have all Sweet. the days and all the different. Uh, yeah. There's PSO case already happened, and all the ones that Joel That's also awesome. talked Perfect. about. So um, I'm and there's also the Capcom showcase happening on June 12, which I'm really looking forward because yeah. they're probably going to announce the next Monster Hunter game. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, to that as well. Did crossing our fingers because it should be from the team that made World, which is um, uh, you know, which was really groundbreaking in terms of the Monster Hunter franchise coming to PC and everything. So, crossing our fingers, hopefully, get some news on that. Yeah, and I'm going to try and watch this in Discord um, with other folks. Uh, yeah, summer that's game always fun. Definitely should be fun. I won't be able to do that one. I'm going to be at, at Devolver should CMW, be cool. but but yeah, whatever I can, especially on the weekend, I'll try and jump PM, in and watch with folks because that's fun. Um, yeah. yeah. And then you have, yeah, they have room for uh, Nintendo Direct, EA Play, and Square Enix stuff. But since we don't know yet exactly when that's, if they do something, and it's not, uh, mm. it's not out yet. But if when it when it when it is out, it's going to be in there. So, all right, uh, right. Joelle, you had one on one last one on here the day. What? Nope. That was, that was me. Oh, no, that was Simon. Simon. Sorry. Yeah. No. You had moved him around. The colors threw me I'm off. Sorry. What do you got there? Uh, what is yeah, that? No, just quick cool news from more uh, more PlayStation games coming to PC. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart coming to PC on July 26. Uh, don't buy it. Don't pre-order. Wait for patches. Because if it's anything like other PlayStation releases on uh, PC, it's going to suck on day one. <laughs> So you might want to wait see. for uh, for a couple patches and some reviews, um, but uh, it's I'm really happy to see that they're adding more games uh, from PlayStation uh, into the Xbox into the PC. Uh, so hopefully uh, that's a trend that continues uh, ongoing. And uh, I'm still crossing my fingers for some sort of Bloodborne stuff eventually. Mm -hmm. Every year, every year, there's a little. Nah, it's not gonna happen. There's a little bird in my head. But what if? What if? What, what, if, if? what if they do something? What oh, if what it's if? announced? <laughs> and we know Blue Point's working on something, and uh, that they're the one that made um, the Demon Souls remake, and it was really good. Mm. So, and they got bought by Sony. So maybe you know who's gonna. You never maybe, know. Maybe you know. So, uh, <laughs> so. Um, before I close out the show, um, something came into my inbox in my work email. Because I get concert and event announcements, PR lists, yes. And I saw this one and uh, had to see if you guys knew. Did you know that Game Crumbs Live is coming to Montreal on October 11th? We have our tickets. Good Whoa. for you! Game Crumbs Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Kat are going with uh, Pascal and my girlfriend. <laughs> nice! Yes. We were at the chalet, I mentioned we were going. And then my yeah. friend, who's also named Pascal, 
and Alex also bought tickets and they're going to be sitting behind us. Oh, right behind fun. us. Fantastic. Oh yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be there, but it's uh it's not an improvised show. It's it's like a um, scripted show, right? Yeah, it's a tournament of gamers. It's a scripted show. Um so I don't know exactly what it is, but it's really funny. So I mean, it's just going to be cool to see them first time they come to Montreal, so I'm excited to um yeah. to, to see them live. When I, I got that announcement, I was like, "Holy crap." <laughs> <laughs> I love that I don't really watch Game Grumps, but I know everything about Game Grumps and I definitely know enough <laughs> to go to this just because of yeah. Buzz Cannons. There you <laughs> go. I mean, there I haven't go. watched them in a while. I rewatch old series more than new ones. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like, it's it should be fun and it should be cool anyways. And uh, tickets were not too bad. It's like 50 bucks each, which is Canadian, which is not too, too bad. Uh, but you could get like 100 and something tickets like for front row stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think there's some crowd interaction with the front row people. Mm. Um, usually they have crowd interaction. So that's probably why they're like super front rows are more expensive. But How, yeah, why, f- why do you pay extra to have to be interacted with? I would pay to, extra for them to ignore me. Look, to, <laughs> to do some stuff when game rooms. I don't know exactly what it is, but I mean, it's like, you know, meeting an actor or something for a lot of people. So you want to interact with them and you want oh, to be yeah. there with them. So. Maybe like sometimes like you buy like tickets so you can do a meet and greet, have a photo oh, yeah, op and yeah. things like that I too. I think they used to do that, but then they stopped doing it um, when, COVID? Uh, after COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they were doing it like before COVID. And then I think, and like it's conventions too, like they, they went to conventions, but they were, they always got sick. And just because like they're always recording something, like they don't really have a set schedule of, of days off and everything yeah. to rest. So they kind of have to work through it all the time. So I think they just, they kind of just decided to not do them anymore because it was um, too, they were getting sick too often. So they had to kind of move that around. All right. Well, with that. I'd like to conclude the show. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned this episode. Thank you, Catherine, for every week putting that together for us. Um, as I make sure that the dog doesn't uh, pull apart the shag carpet anymore, um, I'd also like to encourage you to uh, leave a review or rate the podcast on the podcasting platform where you're consuming the show. Why? It helps with discoverability, pushes us up in the rankings, and also we read all the comments. It helps us build our show. So much appreciated. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, This is the moment in the show, too, where I give the crew the chance to shout out their social media handle so you can follow them everywhere online. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I am fighting with I am fighting with the dog right now as he tries to eat the show. Hold up. Hold up. We're almost done. We're almost done? Yes. Come on, Gibby. Hold on for a second. Um, So, crew, shout out your social media. Catherine, go right ahead. Uh, Yeah, my uh, social media that I'm not using right now because I'm too busy playing Zelda are uh, CSDSBINSCSBA on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, I'm always in the Girls on Games Discord, of course. Awesome. Joelle? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 and then on Twitter at Gamer underscore Comfy, but all day, every day on the Girls on Games Discord, apologizing for arguing with Simon over summer games done quick bods we, we don't argue You're, no we never argue i argue with ali but i've never argued with so that, 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 that it's a different dynamic and simon what awesome human or cute fuzzy creature are we following today hey uh, we're talking about game grumps uh they have a second channel where they do uh in real life stuff called the grumps uh yeah. so they just hit a million subscribers so it's pretty cool it's on it's on youtube at the grumps and every uh, two weeks on Mondays, they release a new episode where they do they do silly things and try funny things to do. And uh, this week, they tried on uh, beauty products. And uh, oh. Aaron uh, was a nightmare. And I'll, I'll post a picture. 
in our podcast Discord, and you can look at what Arvin looked like after the episode was over, which is actually pretty interesting. Oh, that's funny. I can only imagine. Oh, my God. Oh, Lordy. Beauty is pain. So, Beauty is pain. really for is. comedy. So, right. so yeah, they also got, um, they also have, like, guests and stuff, like, they did some things with Gina Darling, which I did not know. Apparently, she's pretty known. Um, they also did stuff at Markiplier and... Um, oh, wow. Uh, they did one with Matt Mercer not too long ago, so it's pretty cool. There's some good stuff. Awesome. I'm Leah Jew, our most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls and Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Game uh, Games bleh, on Twitter and Facebook. The Girls on Games. That is our handle. Sorry, I'm fighting with the dog. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Just Girls on Games, no thought in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this conversation and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That's our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to play something who knows what because there's too many games to play. All right. I mean, mean, stop the dog from eating the shag carpet. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.